Hello and welcome to the Kayla Page Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Kayla, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, pelvic pain advocate and of course my entire personality, a dogma. On this podcast we will be talking all things entrepreneurship, chronic illness, self-development, health, life and everything else in between. Let's be real, no topic is off limits. After battling for years with multiple chronic illnesses and trying to fit in the boxes that were never built for my neurodivergent chaotic self, I will take you along the journey of navigating anything life throws at you while finding your truest, most authentic self. This is for anyone that wants to learn some cool things, needs some advice or another perspective, or simply just wants to listen and have a giggle at some epic conversations. I am so damn grateful you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello. I hope you are having the most incredible week. I want to talk about ADHD, specifically the unspoken truths of a late diagnosis of ADHD, an adult diagnosis, whatever you want to call it. I do want to flash back and chat a little bit about my experience with undiagnosed ADHD growing up. Growing up, I battled anxiety and depression from an extremely young age. I had very, very big emotions that I didn't know and didn't get taught how to regulate. I have been in therapy and psychology on and off for over 12 years. I can clearly remember sitting in the room with my therapist at 14, telling them I thought I was bipolar because that was the only answer Dr. Google could give me. I would go from these extreme highs to extreme lows in an instant. My brain wouldn't stop racing. I didn't know what it was like to have a quiet mind. I couldn't concentrate or focus unless I actually gave a fuck about whatever I was working on. I was in I was extremely impulsive, I got bored easily, and something just didn't feel right. Within that room, they told me I was just depressed and anxious, and it was all my hormones. I knew there was something else. At 17, I got diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. I felt clarity, like I had an answer that I wasn't crazy, but at the same time, I didn't really have an answer. It wasn't until 2021, post-COVID, after seeing all these TikToks about females with ADHD. And as I watched these TikToks, I started thinking, I do that too. Like, that's a little bit weird. So do I have ADHD? I spoke to my psychologist who said it could be a pop... I spoke to my psychologist who said it could be a possibility, but would need to look further into it. I had grown up having family say that I have ADHD, but a formal diagnosis was never made. After another chat with my psychologist, it became very clear that I needed to see a psychiatrist. I was officially diagnosed with ADHD in January 2023, and it honestly completely changed my life. Now, before I get into the rest of this, I do want to say I am so grateful for my psychiatrist, for my psychologist, and having the physical and financial ability 
to afford to see a psychiatrist because if you're in Australia, you know how fucking expensive it is. But there are so many things I wish I knew before getting diagnosed and before starting medication. Following my diagnosis, I was immediately put onto medication. I was warned, quote unquote, a side effect of this medication is that it may suppress your appetite. That is all the warning I got. What I truly wasn't expecting was this tidal wave of emotions, grief, and overcompensation that would follow this sudden ability to focus with a quiet mind. After starting medication, I finally felt what I can only assume that 93% of ADHD people feel like. And yes, I did Google the stats. There is approximately 6 to 7% of adults worldwide that have ADHD. My mind finally became quiet. I could focus, like really focus. It was insane. And I honestly had no idea how fucking peaceful it was. I remember after taking my first dose, saying to my business coach at the time, I have gotten so fucking much done. I don't know if it's me being on a high from being diagnosed or if it's the meds doing their job, but I honestly feel like Jim Carrey typing on Bruce Almighty. If this is my new normal, I am going to be fucking unstoppable. And sent a gif, of course, of Jim Carrey typing on Bruce Almighty. But after a few days, the grief came and it came hard. The grief of wondering who I would have been if I had have been diagnosed earlier. Wondering what I would have accomplished. Where I would be. How different my life would be. I started to get angry. Angry at myself for not knowing. Angry at my family for not being as stubborn as me to push to get a diagnosis. Angry at the 30 plus psychologists, therapists, GPs, psychiatrists I saw when I was struggling and severely depressed. Why did no one know? Why did no one investigate? Why did no one see the signs? Why did no one believe the signs? I felt like I had let everyone around me down by not being able to focus like this all the time. I felt like I had let myself down. Just as I thought I was moving through the grief, I was smacked in the face with the overcompensation and trying to make up for lost time. All of a sudden I could focus, but I felt this deep need to make up for the 23 years of my life prior that I was unable to focus. Within less than a week, I had signed on multiple clients and then decided to do 40 plus hours within three days, shooting some content for my clients, doing some calls, building strategies, creating content calendars. It was a hectic three days. And I so clearly remember that I didn't care about eating. I didn't care about the shaking from the medication because, hey, I can buy a gimbal and that'll counteract the shakiness. I didn't care about my health. I didn't care about myself. As long as my phone didn't die in the middle of shooting client content, I was good. As long as I was, as long as I hit my financial goals, I was good. 
Within 30 days, I became more sick than I've ever been in my life. I started losing consciousness. I remember I was on the floor with my feet in the air and I was still responding to client messages while I was bawling my eyes out that I didn't want to pass out. I could barely walk two minutes to my car without getting dizzy. I stopped eating as I no longer felt hunger cues. I stopped drinking water. I lost over eight kilos in six weeks. I became strapped to my desk. My health suffered, my relationships suffered, my business suffered. And at that time, I truly thought I was doing better than I ever was. But in reality, I'd actually never been in a worse place. And honestly, I'm still paying the price of my health. While I haven't been able to control everything with my health, it isn't all a result of my medication. I needed my wisdom teeth removed. I needed to have a colonoscopy to assess the years of digestive issues I have had. But the bounce back would have been a hell of a lot quicker if I hadn't pushed myself beyond my limits for months on end. I became the last priority to my productivity. I needed to make everyone around me proud and I needed to do it now. I needed to make up for the years of lacking concentration, inability to focus, and a screaming mind. I needed to make up for all the time I lost. I needed to get to where I would have been if I was diagnosed earlier. All I cared about was hyper-focusing on making up for the lost time, and it ended up pushing me further back. While I now have a much nicer balance and can hold a lot more compassion for myself, my ADHD, and all the work I had going on following my diagnosis, my productivity is something I'm still navigating. Slowly removing the obligation of being productive just because I've taken my medication that morning. And Honestly saying to myself that it would be a waste not to get things done, to not be productive if I've taken my medication. While not everyone will agree with taking medication, it has personally been the best decision I have ever made, despite everything that came with it. It has empowered me to build up my time management skills, my discipline, listening to my body, and strengthening my overall mental health toolkit to be able to manage ADHD without medication one day. I am so grateful for the opportunity to get diagnosed and starting to have more clarity on how my brain works. I just wish someone had have told me of these unspoken truths that seem to come with a late ADHD diagnosis that I have spoken to so many people that have actually had the same thing. But no one ever spoke of it. So if you are someone that is navigating a late diagnosis, maybe you're waiting to see a psychiatrist, maybe you just have an idea or, you know, you just have this thought in the back of your mind that makes you think you have ADHD. I highly recommend you speak to someone, a professional, and talk it through because while not everyone has ADHD and you don't just have ADHD because you can't focus or because you buy 
shit on a whim. There is no harm in talking to a professional and seeing if that is actually a possibility. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved listening to this as much as I loved recording it, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on wherever you're listening. And don't forget to come join us on Instagram for more unfiltered fun at Kayla Page underscore unfiltered pod. I hope you have an incredible day or night whenever you're listening. Until next time.